What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly Sports History for July 5th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. Hope everyone had a safe and enjoyable 4th of July holiday. Everyone was safe. No stupid accidents, whether it be boating and driving, drinking and driving, blowing off your head, shooting off fireworks. Hopefully everyone was safe and had some fun. I apologize for my voice. Woke up today. Summer cold, like very stuffy and... I don't know. So we shall see what, what goes on, but we'll we'll make it through. Great win by the Phils yesterday, three to one over the Rays. Nola looked like your ace, the guy that wants all that money. He went seven and a third. Twelve Ks gave up the one home run, but overall he just was dominant against one of the best teams in the league. The offense had timely hits. They were able to get runners on base and actually knock them in. Two for six with runners in scoring position. So overall, great team win. Um, the Braves lost, so we were able to take advantage of that. It's now an 11 and a half game deficit. Uh, the Marlins won too, but between the three teams, man, they have been absolutely lights out over the past uh, six weeks or so. And all the hype for the National League East is finally coming to fruition. Um, as the Macho Man would say, the cream is rising to the top. You have the Braves, Phils, and Marlins kind of just separating themselves from the Mets and the Nationals. Um, the Phillies aren't quite all the way there yet either, which I love. They're within striking distance. Um, I think right now you got to focus on overtaking the Marlins first. We did this earlier in the, the year where we're like, all right, let's knock off one team at a time. I think you need to get past the Marlins and get to the top of that wild card standings first. And then you can kind of put your sights on the Braves. But overall, a great weekend or a great win for the Phils. I won't say a great weekend because they did lose two out of three to the Nationals. But seems like they're they're starting to get it together. They have some things coming in place. Apparently, Bryce should be set up to play first base after the All Star break, which will allow Schwarber to go back to be in the DH, which and then allows them to to be in the market for. Um, a hitting outfielder so good time to be a Phils fan and let's hope they can uh take the next game it's a bullpen game for the Rays tonight with Tawan Walker on the mound so let's take the first two all right here's our daily as the Harden turns update and <laughs> cover your ears if you're uh if you get sick at the name when you hear the name Ben Simmons but I did see that one of the names floated out there in a possible trade for Damian Lillard involving three different teams was Ben Simmons. And I cannot find it online anymore. It might have been on Twitter. So I, I don't know if it was credible or not. But one of the names I did see was Simmons coming back to the Sixers, which I think would just be the ultimate let's wave the white flag. But... That's the latest. I mean, Harden was at uh, Michael Rubin's white party over the weekend. There was a picture, a still shot picture taken of him talking with um, Josh Harris. Don't know what they were talking about. Um, Josh Harris really doesn't have much to say in the day-to-day, so I don't know if they were just having a private moment or what, but there's the latest um, white parties and Ben Simmons. All right. I did mention this was a very special episode today. This is our 300th episode of this day in Philly sports history. Started this on a whim one morning before I got to or before I started work, uh, September 8th. I did it was opening day for uh, the NFL. I started off by wishing everyone a happy new year. 
And the topic that day was the Eagles-Titans back in 2002 when the Eagles blew a 24-10 lead. Um, but I, again, I started on a whim, didn't know where it was going to go. It was just a quick two, three-minute YouTube video. It's turned into what we have today. And I, all I have to say is thank you. Um, if the listeners weren't there, we'd never been able to get to where we are. We still have a lot, a lot of work to do. But as we're coming up like on the anniversaries of a lot of the pods, I'll get more into Back to the Future next week. But I just want to say thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, 300 episodes. We're almost a year in. And again, something I started on a whim and the fact that you guys are so supportive and listening. I, I truly, truly appreciate it. If you want to show even more support. Go to phillygoat.com, celebrate our 300 episode by taking 10% off your order using the promo code Jim Montgomery. Um, but again, because of your your support, we're able to have a sponsor like phillygoat.com. So go check them out. Make sure it has the authentic goat on the sleeve. Um, great quality shirts, great company, um, fast shipping, all the, all the stuff you would look for in a t-shirt company. So go check them out. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery. But more importantly, thank you for 300 episodes. And, and here's the next 300. I've heard from a few people over the past few weeks. What are you going to do starting next year? Um, I already have, as I see things, I, I added to my, my list for the, the upcoming year. So there's still plenty of Philly sports history coming your way. So buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride. All right, today we're going to go back to 1953, and we're going to go the Phillies beat the Pirates 2 to nothing in 10 innings. Connie Ryan knocked in Robin Roberts for the first run in the 10th, and then Richie Ashburn knocked in Ryan. But the big story was Robin Roberts. He went 10 innings, allowed zero runs, had three Ks. But more importantly, not only was it a 10-inning complete game it was his 28th complete game in a row let that number sink in for a minute 28 straight complete games dating back to the previous season um and that wasn't even close for for the major league record um and again i i didn't look it up because i know a lot of those guys in the old days uh the early days all they did was pitch um so it was kind of a little bit skewed and even now Today versus back then, it was different, but he never missed a start in the 50s. Um, he led the National League in innings pitched between 51 and 55, uh, complete games between 52 and 56. Um, that 1990, or 1953 season, listen to this stat, he led all of Major League Baseball with 23 wins. He started 41 games, 33 complete games in total, 346 and two-third innings pitched. 346. That's crazy. And he only had 198 strikeouts. Um, people didn't strike out nearly as much as they did today. Just by comparison, six different pitchers last year um, either led or held a share of all of those stats. Uh, 21 wins, 33 starts was the top, six complete games, 228 and two-thirds innings, and then 257 strikeouts. But that was a different excuse me, different era where you didn't really want to strike out, <clears throat> excuse me, back during this time. But on this day, back in 1953, Robin Roberts pitched his 23rd or 28th straight complete game. Like I said, just let that sink in. That, that's just crazy. Now you're lucky if you get one. 
Um, like yesterday, Nola, they could have left him in for the complete game, but after the home run, they had a quick hook. So today's game is way different than what it was back then. All right, it is time <clears throat> for today's update on the lovable Philly Sports Lovable Loser Tournament. Um, we finally had a blowout, and the it, it wasn't even close. Um, the 85-86 Sixers did not even get a vote. Um, 100% of the votes went to Allen Iverson in that 2000-2001 team, so they'll be moving on to the second round. Later today, I will be updating the brackets on my social media just to kind of see where we stand. But today, we are going back to the Eagles regional. And in three versus six matchup, the number three 1980 Eagles versus the number six 2008 Eagles. Um, the 80 Eagles went 12-4, and four, won the NFC East. They were constantly improving uh, under Dick Vermeil. Uh, they beat the Vikings 31-16 in the divisional round. Obviously, the Cowboys in the NFC Championship game, that iconic run by Wilbur Montgomery. It was their third straight time in the playoffs. Like I said, Dick Vermeil had them kind of improving each year, like with the goals set on being there in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 15, though, it was a disaster. Um, 27-10 versus the Raiders between Kenny King and Rod Martin. It just was not not meant to be for, for the Eagles. Um, and it, kind of the writing was on the wall. They started off 11-1 and and then lost three of their final four, struggled in the playoff game against the, um, the Vikings. I mean, the defense played well. But it just was, they, they were a little shaky down the stretch. Uh, three Pro Bowlers, Charlie Johnson, Jaworski, Carmichael. Uh, probably an underrated team, but I still think, much like our 2004 team, the um, who did get upset in this tournament, I think that beating the Cowboys and actually getting to the Super Bowl was their Super Bowl. Um, that's all Dick Vermeil kind of instilled in them. So I think once they got to the Super Bowl and got past Dallas, that was like they let their guard down, and that's where they were able to get caught and beat by the Raiders. Um, but the 1980 Eagles were the first Eagles Super Bowl team. That's why they came in at our three seed. All right, the 2008 Eagles went 9-6-1. and one. A very, very underrated team, probably much better than what their record said. They were the sixth seed in the playoffs last year. Um, barely got in. They were definitely underachievers. They probably should have won the division. Um that was the game where they or the season they needed the divine intervention to get in. Um, going into the last season, I remember being in the parking lot watching these games. They needed the Bears and the Buccaneers to win against teams um, that they shouldn't have had any business beating. Um, somehow, some way, both of those things happen. We go into the game then against the Cowboys, winner take all for that final playoff spot, and the Eagles came out and, and crushed them 44-6. to It's one of the, um, talking with Dallas fans, it's one of their uh, more annoying moments in the Eagles-Cowboys rivalry because it wasn't even close. They just called it 44-6, I heard. Um, but some of the other highlights from that season, that was the year that they tied the Bengals, and Donovan McNabb didn't know that there was a tie rule in the NFL. Uh, next week, he got benched, not related to the tie, but um, then he came out in that Thanksgiving game against the Cardinals, and they blew out the Cardinals. They get in the playoffs, they route Minnesota in the uh, wild card game. They beat the Giants pretty handily in the divisional playoffs, setting up a rematch with the Cardinals out in Arizona. Um, it was just the Cardinals, the defense let the, the Eagles down that day. Um, the offense got off to a slow start. 
gave um, defense gave up a big lead. McNabb actually led them back. They had the lead in the fourth quarter. Um, the defense just couldn't hold it, and the Arizona Cardinals went to the Super Bowl. Probably one of my more disappointing um, losses, only because that was right after the Phillies won the World Series, and everybody was riding high, and that was a much better team than what their record showed. For some reason, they just could not put it together until late in the season. Um, it took McNabb, I, honestly, getting benched for them to really turn it on. I don't think they lost a um, regular season game after uh, he came back and they beat the Cardinals. But the 3 seed 1980 Eagles will take on the 6 seed 2008. Be sure to vote wherever you get the podcast, on my social media. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, there will be an option on the app. Um, YouTube, leave a message, smoke signals, whatever you have to do. I did play this game out on What If Sports, and it was a dominant performance by the 2018. They won... Um, Seven out of the ten games. Uh, and a lot of it was Brian Westbrook in the defense. The, that 80s team could not get much going offensively against that 08 defense. And Brian Westbrook ran all over that defense. So if you want to use that as a barometer, the 08 team just completely dominated it on what if sports. But again, vote. Pass this along. Tell a friend. Tell a family member, whatever. Uh, the, the vote totals have been going up as we've been going through this tournament. So, again, thank you. Uh, but go make sure you vote for the 80 Eagles or the 2008 Eagles. Thank you again so much for 300 episodes. Here's to the next 300. Cheers to everyone. Hopefully, let's go, Phils. Let's take those first two down there in Tampa. It's supposed to be another hot one. Hot and steamy, but... Go have yourselves a Wednesday, and until next time, this has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. I'll see you when I see you.